Good morning, everyone. I just want to share some pointers that I took from devotion. But before we get into that, let us pray. Dear Heavenly Father, we want to thank you for your grace and your mercy. As you're about to open your words, we ask that you unclog our mind, unscale our eyes, give us a recessive heart to receive your word, and let it bring about some transformation in whatever way that we may need it. Your word declare that your word is a two-edged sword. Cut whom it needs to cut and comfort those whom it needs to comfort. Send your Holy Spirit to be with each and every person within the hearing of my voice. Let self be denied. Let self be crucified. Let your name be exalted. Decrease me and be thou increased. In Jesus' name we pray. Thanks for hearing and thanks for answering. Alright, so the first passage was It was his joy that all his humiliation and suffering would glorify the Father's name. James 1 verse 2 to 4 testify of that. It says that my brethren, count it all joy when you fall into various trials, knowing that the testing of your faith produces patience. But let patience have its perfect work, that you may be perfect and complete, lacking nothing. So, of course, when you are going through humiliation and suffering and trying of your faith, your flesh, it will hurt. But the main point about this is that you think about the joy ahead. Think about the joy ahead. You know, knowing that whatever you go through, as long as you're going through it for God, you will be changed, transformed. You will have that perfect peace, which is promised to those who follow and seek after God. Another pointer from the book Desire of Ages is that Satan craft is most successful against those who are depressed by difficulties, you know, and God never promised us a perfect road where we won't have difficulties and problems. Of course, Jesus himself had difficulties and problems, and we all know that Christianity is not a smooth road, but if we can take a page from Jesus' book is that he always went to the Father. He fed upon the word, he lived upon the word. The word was him, and he is the word. Matthew 4 shows that he used the word at all times to rebuke the enemy. Another key point is that you can be physically weak, you can have difficulties and problems and be sudden, but the word will keep you. The word will keep you revived and fresh. Though Jesus was hungry and he was saddened by the condition of the people that he came to save, he was strengthened in the spirit and he was strong in mind and heart. And that's the most important thing, that your spirit is strong. Another passage is, His perfect humanity is that which all his followers may possess if they will be in subjection to God as he was. Mark 1 verse 35, he rose early to talk to God. And that's where we get strength from, 
from communion with God in praying and studying of the word and applying of the word. Luke 5 verse 16 says, He often withdrew himself for spiritual strength. So during the process of ministering to people's health and their soul, he often went for strength from the Father because you have to give, you have to take to give or get to give. All will, all who will go to work trusting not in what they themselves can do, but in what God can do for and through them will certainly realize the fulfillment of his promise. Greater works than thee shall he do. Declares, because I go to the Father. John 14 verse 12. And the last remaining scripture is Philippians 4 verse 13, which says, We can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. And Jesus commends us that we are to be perfect as he was perfect. And only way we can be perfect is we put away self-sufficiency and pride and depend solely upon Jesus and trust in him. To have a blessed day.